Welcome to the Great Scott Podcast, where guests share their craziest real estate moments and we explore how to avoid them. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some wild and informative tales that will have you laughing, cringing, and ultimately learning something new. Today on the Great Scott Podcast, I have a very special guest, Amber Allen. Amber is owner of Amber Allen Wellness and the host of Showing Up, a podcast dedicated to helping women over 40 have unlimited energy, motivation, and time. Amber has been in the wellness industry for almost 20 years as a personal trainer, fitness instructor, and now a life coach. Amber has certifications in yoga, kickboxing, dance, step, hit, boot camp, and more. Amber's focus is helping people heal their relationship with food and eat naturally. Amber has lived in Hubbard's most of her life with a few stops in Chester and Ten Talon. Welcome to the show, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. <laughs> We've only been planning this now for, I think, four weeks. That's about right. That. How are you feeling? Last time we were going to do this, you were not feeling very well. I'm feeling better. Still a little stuffy, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. But That's yeah, good. No, I'm feeling good. Well, you sound great. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amber, let's talk a little bit about uh, Amber Wellness mm-hmm. a bit, uh, because uh, you got a lot of great things going on over there. You offer some um, uh, courses, and uh, also, of course, uh, you are, uh, you've got a big trip coming up, So, uh, yeah. but let's save that trip for last there. Why don't we start from the top there? For sure, yeah. So, um, as a life coach and a personal trainer, I offer one-on-one coaching, mm-hmm. so that's kind of that on going thing that I do. So anybody who's interested in, like you said, healing their relationship with food and getting healthy and having unlimited energy, they can do that uh, anytime. They can contact me and, uh, and work with me. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so you've been doing this for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. I have. I've been in the industry for about 20 years yeah. and, uh, and really have loved everything about it. I am an avid learner, so I'm always learning and getting new certifications and seeing what's happening out there. And just recently became a life coach, and I felt like that was the missing piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you must have like a wide range of clients uh, from, you know, those who are hesitant to even take the first step to, you know, maybe people who have been looking after their health, but feel like they could be doing just a little bit more and don't know how to, you know, give themselves that extra push. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know for myself, uh, speak, I just uh, started on, I think I was talking to you about this a short while ago. Mm-hmm. I started on um, uh, a path at the end of, or at the beginning of this year where I started managing my uh, calorie intake a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but it's always really hard to get uh, past that first, that initial step. And I tried all kinds of different things. And I, and I used to go to the gym all the time. I've been at the gym most of my adult life. I haven't been doing it recently because I've got terrible discs in my back, which prevent me from doing a whole slew of activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, but I always wanted to find out how to, I always wanted to lose weight because I was, how dare I say it, I was pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of advice would you, if you impart a little bit of wisdom uh, to some of the listeners out there who might yeah. be thinking, gosh, what's that first step? What do I, like, what do I do? You yeah, know? it's, it is really, I think it really comes down to making those small, small, small changes. Our, our brain and our tendency when we want to make a change is to change all the things all the time, all at once. Yeah. Because we're really excited. We're excited. We want to, you know, stop drinking coffee, maybe limit our alcohol, maybe quit smoking and start the gym and doing all of these things. And we get really excited about that. 
And then about a week later, we're not so excited. And then two weeks later, we're like, forget it. Yeah. This, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, we have to fight the urge and fight the tendency to make those big changes and seeing those big results right away. We really have to focus on that. The very smallest thing that we could do, that's where you start. Yeah. It's good. Cause I think that, uh, I was well, just speaking for myself. I can't speak for everybody, but I think that I've, I've been that person. That's we all have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's overwhelming and you become overwhelmed. And yeah. um, I'm sure I'm not alone in, in feeling like I would, you know, I would see results faster. Um, exactly. Than what, yeah. Then, you know, what uh, is the reality to that? Yeah. You know? And we really, I think, get kind of sucked into this rabbit hole of the perfect. So we, we start with all of these things and then we do them for about a week and we think that we should see these miraculous changes and we don't. So mm -hmm. then it's like, well, I must be doing something wrong. So then we start looking even further. Okay. I have to find the perfect exercise. I have to find the perfect food. I have to do the perfect thing. Mm -hmm. And we really get sucked into this thought process and this kind of this rabbit, this hamster wheel of I have to find the perfect or I'm missing something. I yeah. must be missing something. And if we just take those really small, small steps and do that consistently, yeah. find what you love to do when it comes to exercise and movement. Yeah. And just do it consistently and be patient yep. wherever you are in your life. It didn't happen overnight. So to make those really big changes, it's, it's just a bunch of small steps. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking to that uh, moment where I, I'm missing something, mm -hmm. I, I'm missing something right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost, I've almost met my goal of where I wanted to be at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But now I'm like stuck in this like limbo spot where yeah. I can't, it, it's like I take three steps forward and one step backwards and I can't get out of that. And I don't know what it is. And I'm trying to like cycle through my head about, you know, what's changed and, and, uh, I really limited the amount of alcohol. I did the whole dry January thing, yeah. which was tough, <laughs> but I did it because uh, yeah. I wanted to give myself that, you know, head that, that boost that I knew that I needed. Yeah. And, uh, if I'm being honest, I didn't actually make it to the, make it the entire <laughs> month. I think I caved on January 26. That was Chris Perkins fault. All hail Chris Perkins. Yeah, my broker. <laughs> I, I just had to go to a big social event with him. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm there. I'm at that moment now where, uh, you know, I only have a little bit further to go, but uh, I keep going forward like three steps and, and I'm only going back one step and, you know, I'm still, nothing's really changed. I have a drink on the weekend, yeah. uh, but I still minimized, uh, what I'm, so what I'm doing is I'm just counting my calories. Who yeah. knew? So, so my, my question <laughs> to you would be the, the goal that you have in mind, where did that goal come from? Um, so that is a good question. Mm hmm <laughs> I don't even know where the target weight came to, where it came from. I just know that, um, so from my days and experience of going to the gym and meeting with, um, uh, different, uh, professionals in the industry, uh, there was always this target goal of like 230 pounds for yeah. somebody that's my height and my age. Yeah. And, uh, so that's, that's where that came from. And then coupled that with, uh, the doctors, my doctors that I've been seeing over the past couple of years and they're like, mm -hmm. you need to lose weight. 
Okay. <laughs> so. so so what if we looked at activity that you were doing and more so body composition that you said, okay, I want to build maybe more muscle. Mm-hmm. So then we know that when you have more muscle, you burn more calories at rest. Right. Um, reducing fat and not really looking at the scale, just maybe looking at it saying, um, the way my clothes fit or maybe the size of clothes that I want to get into, this is what we focus on. Because I think that when we focus on weight as the goal and the way that we're measuring, we really can fall into, I have to do more exercise. I have to eat less. So it's that whole calories in calories out. And that's just, that's logical. That's what we're told it's calories in calories out. So if I want to lose weight, then I must have to up my exercise and lower my calories. And it's really not the case in the way that the weight isn't the be all and end all of health and, um, being able to, uh, really look at measurement of how, how well you're doing or how you feel. So if we put weight aside and you said, well, you know, I do want to reduce some body fat. I want to build some muscle. Then that's kind of where we would go is looking at what can we do to build that muscle and change that body composition. And the weight will probably go up because the more muscle you have, your body is smaller, but you actually weigh more. So I think, especially with women, because I'm a woman, um, we tend to use the scale against ourselves that we have this number and you can maybe attest to how it is with men that we have this number in our mind for, for whatever reason, it's what we weighed when we were in grade 12. It's when we were in college or a a fitness professional said this, or our doctor has said this, that because of our weight, this is how much we should weigh. So we have this magic number in our brain to get to, but then it seems like all everything else will go to the wayside that we just want to hit that magic number. So think about body composition that do you want to build strength? Do you want to build endurance? Do you want to build, you know, cardiovascular, all of those things and start setting goals for that and then see where the weight goes or never step on the scale again for the rest of your life. I'm so addicted to that scale. And and that is exactly what happens. And, and maybe you can tell me this because as a woman, when we use the scale as our measuring stick, it can, it makes or breaks us. If we're weighing ourselves every day or once a week, it, that little piece of machinery on the floor that we step on will tell us if we're doing a good job or if we're not, even if we step on the scale and we say, wow, I'm feeling really good this week. I, maybe I got outside every day. I, I slept really well. I ate really well, drank lots of water and we get on the scale and it's that will tell us if we've succeeded or not. Yep. So that, yeah. Well, yeah, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head right there with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you use the scale per cell? I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that as, uh, as a man that you don't have the really constant fluctuations like a woman would have that depending on where she is in her cycle and all of that, it can fluctuate and it really messes with our mind and, and determines our success or our failure. So Mm -hmm. what I do for my clients is I tell them like, Throw throw the scale out because it really is just 
like how much gravity is holding you to the earth. That is it. <laughs> that is what it's showing you is, yeah. oh, okay, this is, this is the weight of me being held to the earth. It doesn't mean, like, it doesn't show all of the times you got outside. It doesn't show when you've meditated. Yeah. It doesn't show when you've exercised or drank your water or didn't drink alcohol. Yeah. It doesn't show any of that. So I, I really go by how do you feel? How are you feeling? And bringing awareness to what are you doing? So if you feel like you're stagnant and not making any progress... Okay, let's take a look at that. What is it that we can change in small measures? Are you being really as consistent as as what you think you are and maybe dialing it dialing that in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's sage advice. I like that. The gravity. That's just gravity holding you to the earth. It is. This is just me being held to the earth. Like that doesn't mean anything. I can tell you the number of times I wanted to throw that scale out the window this past week. I was down to 239 point something or other. Yeah, I do the decimal point. Yeah. And, uh, and that was over a week ago and that was going into a weekend and I came out the weekend on the other side and I'm back up to 242 and yeah, it really, it really plays a lot on my mind to be quite honest. It, it really does. does. Yeah. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Like crazy nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you're right. Maybe I need to focus a little bit more on, you know, my overall objective as opposed to just the number. Yeah. Because you when know? you, when you hit the number, then what? That's a good point. Yeah. Like the, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Then what it's, yeah. That, and that's what happens is that you hit the number and it's like, Oh, I, I, I thought I would feel right. Complete and done. And you probably won't feel that. So it's what are, what is my real objective? What is it that I want from this? Is it long life? Is it being able to, you know, bend over and do the gardening and not be sore? So really thinking about those lifestyle, what you want for your life and what you want for your lifestyle. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so you got a couple of other things going on as well. Why don't you share I a little do. bit more about that? Yeah. Too? So something that I, I absolutely love to do is take women on retreats. So um, over the next couple of months, I have a few things coming up. So the long weekend in May, I'm taking a group to Liscombe Lodge. So that's for the long weekend. And um, we're just going to have just a great time hiking and fitness classes and food and fun. And it's it's the first official weekend of summer. It is. a great way to celebrate. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. And Liscombe is is amazing. I've been there so many times with with a bunch of uh, women, and it's so great. I have a fall retreat coming up. And how many spots do you have left on that? So, yeah, we still have quite a few. Um, Because it's next weekend, registration is closing soon. But um, but that's okay. My big one coming up is February. Mm -hmm. Next February, we're going to Costa Rica. I have 20 spaces remaining there. It's direct uh, flights. We're going from Halifax. We stop over in Toronto and then go right down to Costa Rica. It's... um, about an hour and a half to Toronto and then five hours to oh. Costa Rica. Oh, it's yeah. easy. It's an yeah. easy flight and it's at an eco resort. So it's adventure and wellness. So yoga every morning. We're doing uh, zip lining, horseback riding, sweat lodge, surfing lessons. Wow. We're doing everything. Yeah, that sounds great. It is amazing. I saw the advertisement on Facebook. <laughs> I've never been to Costa Rica. You've been before? I have. Yes. Yeah, it's a yeah. fantastic spot. It is incredible. The people are incredible. The space is incredible. And the resort that we go to, it's very small. So we're yeah. there by ourselves. So we have the whole place to ourselves. Does Costa Rica go right across the central or is it on the Pacific side? It's yeah. on, yeah, where we're going. We're going yeah. into uh, Playa Hermosa which is just outside of Haco, which is yeah. on yeah on that Pacific side. 
That's yeah. awesome. So when was the last time you were able to do that retreat? Five Probably, years yeah, ago. Five years ago. COVID. Yeah, yeah. it's been a long time, um, but it's, I'm so excited. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. How many people did you get to go with last time? We took 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds like a good trip. It really was. It yeah. really opened opened my eyes to what is possible Yeah. and being able to take women and really giving them that space right. to just... And did you do that under Amber uh, Allen Wellness as yeah, well? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was just me taking them yeah. down and uh, really not knowing any better. <laughs> not knowing to be <laughs> scared. It was just like, let's go. Let's yeah. do this. And now I'm I'm at the point, okay, we have to be really mindful of everything. Yeah. And yeah, so it's... Some good. of the best things happen without <laughs> much planning. It is you know. exactly like, oh, let's do this. Yep. You know, open up the spots. Okay, we're full. Let's go. And exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Planning is great, but what happens when things don't go according to plan? Exactly. Yeah. We have to be ready for those. Yeah. Plan B, plan C. Yeah. That's awesome. And you've also got a podcast yourself. I do. My showing up podcast. I love that. I love being able to just pick a topic Mm -hmm. and talk about it. Yep. Like we're going to do. Exactly. Like talk about it uninterrupted, which is... Maybe I don't know. That's that's just me. But I love being able to just put on my headset and and it's not a rant because I want it to be very I, informative. Listen, it's, it's not a, I don't find it to be a rant. No, but no, just informative and just I know where you're coming from um, because my target audience are, is women over forty mm-hmm. and I am a woman over forty. So I really feel like anything that I think about or feel or what I'm going through. There's so many women going through the same thing. Mm. And if I can be a few Sounds steps, cathartic. well, yeah, a few steps ahead of them and just kind of show them the way and, and pull them along and saying, you know, you don't have to just accept things as right. they are. You have the opportunity to change that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're sitting there in the cutting room floor and you're like, hmm, this is good. This is good. And you realize, so you talk for two hours, but it's all good. I'm putting it in there. Do you have a hard time? <laughs> You know what? Editing yourself out. That's why I get him to do it. I was just going to say, between you and me, I don't edit at all. Oh, okay. I don't. I I have a topic in my mind. I have kind of some point form notes. I let it go. And uh, as long as I'm not doing a lot of pauses and ums and ahs i'm like there that's it it's good put it up and and it's done so it's i've listened to a couple of episodes i find that uh you have a great flow i did not know that you don't edit that's awesome (laughs) yeah oh very good yeah i need to take some notes (laughs) (laughs) well talking about talking about stuff yeah uh, let's move on to our real estate wow moment okay and now it's time for our real estate wow moment um, okay, well, yeah, we're going to talk about real estate wow moment. Okay. Scary wells. <laughs> yes. In scary basements. Yes. Yeah. I have that. I have both of those. I have a scary basement and a <laughs> oh, scary well in my scary basement. Okay. Yeah. So, were, you, were you the type of person as a kid where you would uh, turn off the lights in the basement and like run up the stairs? Oh, 100%. Or did you just stroll like... Oh my gosh, no. You had to because the why the light is on the bottom of the staircase right? when you have to... And the stairwell was holes through it so like (laughs) anything could be there to grab your feet so yeah 100 percent two two at a time yeah Yeah, two at a time running up the stairs so this uh do kids today even know what those stairwells were like even i've been like i feel like kids today (laughs) probably don't even know about those like holes through the stairs no. And, and things could reach out and grab you. Yeah, they have no idea. They <laughs> yeah. have such a good life now. 
<laughs> yeah, no clue, no clue. But yeah, my basement is a uh, rock wall basement. Yeah, and a dirt floor. Oh wow! And so it's old. My house is yeah. oh gosh, probably. 85 or 90 years old oh, nice. so it's, it's an older character. house it does and yep. that's why i bought it it's beautiful right on the the main road in hubbard's it's beautiful mm-hmm. but yeah that that basement when you went down it was just like oh, okay well the furnace is down there and yep. the water the, and all of that and then it was like oh my gosh what is that and it was a well you it got an old stone well in there i now. do yeah i won't even look in it no like it and if it rains a lot well, I have a sump pump down there because I have to pump it out because yeah. it does overflow, but I won't even, I'll just like, okay, it's, it's high now. Turn on the sub pump. I won't even look in it. It's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> oh, and well, I saw the movie, the ring in the theater. Yes. That's all I can see. I was going to say, that's all I see too. Yeah. yeah. Is the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Every single scary movie. I was actually Googling scary movies before you showed up. <laughs> Scary movies. Scary like, movies plus well. Plus well. Yeah. 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 I was Googling uh, wells in basements in horror movies. Oh my God. And then it gave me a list of like the scariest movies with the scariest basements. I don't And even... I think your basement would like fit into every single one of those yeah. top 14. Don't give me any titles. <laughs> don't. No. Can no. you stand up down there? You can. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I'm 5'7 and I can. Okay. If you're six foot, you cannot. Not. No. Yeah. You're. No. Six foot four, even. Yeah, you'd be kink. hunched over. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so it is. It's it's terrifying. It didn't obviously. It didn't stop me from purchasing the house. No, but uh, it is terrifying, and I can't think about it at night. Even like if I'm yeah. just can't. Nope, not thinking about the well in the basement. Thinking about <laughs> something else. <laughs> well, they're they're actually they're. I won't. I don't want to say quite common, mm-hmm. uh, but they are common. I've been in several, especially here in Nova Scotia, right, with all these old houses. Yeah. You, you do find dug wells in basements. Typically, though, they're filled in. So, have you ever had? Have you ever um, looked into that? Have you ever? I haven't looked done into any research it. on that. You, I've you thought could about fill it. it in. Yeah, yeah, I've thought about it, and I would say probably pretty soon once I'm in the house by myself, mm-hmm. that will be one of the first things that I do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, you could fill it in. You could. Uh, I don't know what happens to the water, uh, but yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. Because, yeah. I, I don't even know what you fill it's, it in with. Is it rock that you fill it in with? Yeah, they would okay. like fill it in with uh, rock cement, stuff oh, like that. okay. Yep, yeah, for sure. I wonder. It's I... just a dug well. It can't go down that deep. I'm assuming it's just going to be groundwater. That's why you yeah. always have Yeah, yeah exactly. In, I don't know how deep it rain. is. Yeah. That means I have to look in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening, so <laughs> it's deep enough. <laughs> you should drop one of those, uh, uh, like a measuring tape or something. No, okay. I'll stop talking. Yeah. No, <laughs> let's, that's not ever going to happen. <laughs> I'll hire somebody to just, however deep it is, fill it in. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it's a pretty easy fix that you could get somebody in there just to fill it in. Yeah. And then um, that way, you know, if uh, we're going to talk about this in our hot topic, but mm-hmm. whenever, whenever you want to sell in the future, uh, that will no longer be a concern for future buyers that yes. you have that filled in. When did you buy the house again? Um, just over 10 years ago. Just over 10 years yeah. ago. And your kids were younger then too? They were younger, yeah. yeah. My then, son has moved out and my daughter is going off to university in September. So. And the basement was like off limits. You are not going oh, down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they, I don't even think they ever went down Big there. Big down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Going to have to check the gains on that one. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they they were never they never went down to the basement. There was never anything down there yeah, for them. So. It was too scary, anyways. Yeah. I mean, gosh. Yeah. So they grew up with stairs that had the holes in them. They so the stairs going upstairs um, didn't have the holes in them. But yeah, if they would have went down in the basement, yeah. it definitely would have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lots yeah. of things grabbing their ankles through <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, uh, you know, that was a, uh, a fantastic. I've never had somebody uh, talk about their uh, buried well. It's not buried, but the well in oh, their basement. That's yeah. an awful way to put it. A buried well <laughs> yeah, in my no, basement. No, I take that's that back. Awful. It's not a buried well. <laughs> it could. Oh, what do we got here? Oh, it's the ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is trauma. This is trauma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. <laughs> I can picture her like climbing. Oh my gosh! You know, okay. Hair over her. Had I known this was going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then what's that creepy sound, or is that the grudge? I think that's the grudge. It's a creepy sound. I don't know. Are you a horror fan? I am not. The Ring was the very last horror movie. That was a long time ago. That was the last one I've ever seen. Yeah. And I no. Never watched another one since. Nope. Not even just like a a little bit interested. Nope. Nope. Not at all. No, I, I don't need for somebody to make me be scared. I am definitely, I can do that all on my own. Okay. So with a buried well. So yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of it being buried in my basement before, but thank you for oh, that. Gosh. It's not buried yet. It's, oh my God. It's not buried yet. <laughs> it's time for Hot Topic. So uh, you're, so for Hot Topic, you've got a really great question, which mm-hmm. kind of uh, 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 leads away from uh, what we were just talking about. You've got kids. Mm-hmm. And so your son's grown up and he's moved out. Yep. And you have another child, daughter. Daughter, daughter yep. Daughter who's still living at home. Yep. But she's moving out soon-ish? Yeah, so it'll be September. So September. she's going to university. Okay. And, uh, and my son is 20, so he's 20, she's 18. And, um, you know, you always think... Well, I think most parents think, oh, they're coming home. I'm really encouraging them to not come home. <laughs> like, once you're out, let's really talk about how you can remain yeah. out. <laughs> Good for you. Like, yeah, that yeah. might be something that's different. Yeah. Um, I might be different in that regard. But, yeah, I really want to encourage them to, you know, find their own way and, and do mm-hmm. that. But then it got me thinking, well, do I need a four bedroom house. Do I need to have that with a buried? Well, yes. (laughs) Do I need that? And you know, when should I think about, and especially being in Hubbard's with the Shatford fund, my daughter's going to be in university and maybe staying in university for a while. Um, will uh, you know, those are all the things that I'm kind of faced with now. Just thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're wondering when's a good time to sell as an empty nester. Yeah. Well, you know, that is a fairly, that is a pretty personal question, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, I guess there's no easy answer to that. Um, and it can be answered in a lot of different ways, but ultimately it's just going to come down to, so I'm working with somebody right now and I was talking, and they were a referral from an old, from a family friend back in Ontario. And so I was talking to my folks, you know, his folks, and they're like, you're looking after him, right? You're taking care of him, right? You're making sure that everything's working out for him, right? And I'm like, yes, of course I am. What do you think I am? Some kind of monster? Yeah. You know? And uh, as, as we talked about, uh, you know, where he's looking and whatnot. And so they're concerned parents, you know, we're all parents. 
parents. So we, mm-hmm. we understand the concern. You know, their concern is that uh, where he's looking, they feel like it. And it's not even his parents. It's my parents. Oh. They feel like it might be a bit far and whatnot. I'm like, well, he, you know, we've, we've talked about it. We've discussed what he wants to do and where he wants to be. And, you know, the things yeah. he wants it means we need to branch out and look a little bit further away from the city and stuff like that. And they're yeah. like, well, Adam, you know, you're, I hope you're not selling him. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. I said, well, I'm not selling him on anything, but I also can't make decisions for him either. I mean, it's a personal decision on, uh, yeah. you know, he, he will make that decision on where he wants to be. He'll be the deciding factor of whether or not he's too far away or whatnot. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, that answer goes the same for, you know, whether or not you want to move out. At the, at the end of the day, ultimately, it's going to be... You know what's what you're comfortable with. Do you uh, are you ready to move on? Are you ready to downsize? Yeah. You ready to have that smaller space? Sounds like you may have more traveling in your future. Yes, that's what right? I'm hoping. <laughs> and you don't want that big that big space to yeah. you know overshadow everything else that you're going to do with your life. That sounds really awesome, right? Yeah. Because then while you're away, you're like, oh, who's uh, you know? I hope that so and so is looking after the house for me today, mm-hmm. and I hope the grass got mowed. And I'm terrible at mowing my grass. <laughs> From a market standpoint, I mean, if we want to talk from a pure market standpoint, I mean, right now and any time in the past three years is a good time to sell. Yeah, It's a seller's market. I mean, we're sitting at the lowest, well, not at the lowest inventory that we've been at. The lowest inventory we were at was during the pandemic, but we're still sitting at extremely low inventory levels. Um, there's a key metric I like to use. I've talked about this a million times and Mm -hmm. I'm sure Purcell's heard this a thousand times over, but I'll talk about it again. Mm -hmm. I talk about it on my social media channels. I talk about it in my blogs. It's called months supply Mm -hmm. and how that works is if, um, no new listings come on the market beyond today, how long would it take for all available listings to sell? And if it's anywhere from one to three months or under three months, then it's a seller's market. And then three to six months is a balanced market. And then six months and over is a buyer's market. Mm -hmm. And we are currently sitting at 1.7 months supply or one point, yeah, somewhere around Mm 1.5, 1.7, depending on how you look at it through HRM or Nova Scotia overall. Yeah. The the thing is, is we're in a seller's market. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're, and so, you know, with the very low supply, we got extremely high demand. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a lot of people into the province last year and then over the past few years through immigration, migration, and then, of course, not to mention, you know, we have our in-province demand, yeah. you know, everybody, millennials who are coming into the home buying phase, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're buying houses, stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, you got all that, you got all that pressure, all that demand on this limited supply, and it just keeps applying upwards uh, pressure to our pricing, which continue, which is why you continue to see the rise in home prices these yeah. days, right? The um, interest rates, uh, when they started to uh, rise last year. I mean, that did work to uh, cool the market a bit, mm-hmm. but because of those two fundamentals in the market, low supply and high demand, I mean, the the uh, fear around rising interest rates has now subsided. Yeah, you know, four and a half percent for a five year fix is nothing to be afraid of, really. Yeah, exactly. So you know, all those buyers are coming back to the market, and yeah. we got new buyers coming back to the market and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, speaking from a statistical point of view, I mean, now and I don't have a crystal ball, mm-hmm. um, but you know, moving forward, if we can't make up 
uh, for uh, the demand, I mean, we're just going to continue to see that upwards trend. And when we may not have the spikes that we saw through COVID, COVID was a whole other beast in itself. It was. I thought about selling during that. I'm like, I don't care. I'll just buy an RV and I'll park it at my parents' place if I can get, you know, this magic number. I was like, I can, I'll do anything. Yeah, Yeah. it was really crazy. Yeah, Yeah, it was a crazy. I sold my house in January of last year, which was the peak. Yeah. And uh, that's when we moved to Hubbard's. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, and that was a great time to sell. And uh, but you know now's a great time to sell. And like I said, unless we can correct that issue of of supply, um, you know, really, I just don't see. We've been saying it all along since spring of last year. Once that fear of rising interest rates subsides, we're going to have those same issues, and those issues uh, persist. Uh, to yeah. today and and will continue to persist as long as we can't make up make up more supply. Yeah. So yeah, from a statistical, from a numerical, from a strategic point of view, you know, selling anytime is probably not going to be a bad idea. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a very personal choice. Exactly. And I know a guy who can help <laughs> you with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's this guy, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that is great, and I think. Like you said, it is a personal choice, and I my own, my own thought is okay. Do I need to have a bedroom for my children to come back to? Do I right. you know? Do I need to have that space? So I'll probably hold on for a little while, but yeah. it's um it's definitely it's something that I know is in my yeah not maybe not immediate future, but it's definitely in my future. Where ten years ago I wouldn't have even for considered sure. it. So yeah. are you are, are you one of those people that suffers from severe bouts of nostalgia? No. <laughs> no? Oh, I'm not. Okay. I am. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not no. Oh, you'll have no problem then. Exactly. You're like, no physical and emotional attachment whatsoever to this house. Nope. Nope. No, when it's time, it's time. Yeah, when it's time, it's time. <laughs> Good for you. What's that like? You're a superhero. That's like a superpower. I don't know. Yeah. My partner's like that too. She she has little emotional attachment to yeah. numerous things. I It's a good balance for me because otherwise we would have everything that I had from childhood and my mother's childhood. I get it from my mother. Oh she's, my gosh. she's, I, I have received things in the mail over the past few years. <laughs> she's listening to this. She's going to be rolling her eyes at and being like, Adam, come on. <laughs> if I don't touch something for six months, it is no longer in my house. <laughs> ah, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I just, well, and my house isn't that big. Like there's not a whole lot of storage. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, well, if I bought it and thought I would use it and I'm not using it, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've got clothes from like years ago in my closet still. No. Good thing is though, years ago, I was the weight that I am now. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> So I don't have to go shopping. I was just So have you have you tossed out the clothes that were the bigger clothes? I was I'm still wearing some of those simply because um most of the clothes that I found in my closet are shirts. Mm-hmm. And so I don't actually have any pants because those do go. So I'm still wearing pants that are like super huge. I'm, I'm on the last notch of my belt for a lot of my pants, <laughs> including today. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a lot of information. <laughs> Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, uh, Amber, for coming in today. It was really great yeah. to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, thank you. Do you want to uh, uh, plug anything else? So you want a, a number, email address, website, Facebook account, all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, people can find me on Facebook, just uh, Amber Allen Wellness, or just my name, Amber Allen, and Allen is with an A, so A-L-L-A-N. Uh, my website is amberallenwellness.com. So great. easy. 
Awesome. Yeah. Thanks again. Thank you very much. Thanks again for listening today. And thanks again for my guest for joining us today. You can follow me on Instagram at Great Scott Real Estate or on Facebook at Adam Scott Hallipad. You can find my website at greatscotthomes.com. Also look for my playlist under Hallipad's YouTube channel. And you can find my podcast wherever you get your podcasts. A big thank you to Karen Counts for audio production. <laughs>